What's going on? Happy Friday. Welcome to the program. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. The phone numbers, as always, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Email is Pete at the Pete com and uh, follow me on Twitter at Pete Callender. And remember, get the podcast, too. It's free. It comes right to your smartphone or tablet. You don't even have to do anything. You just click follow or subscribe, and bam, it's there. It's free. It comes right to your phone, and then you never miss an episode. Um, so our Mecklenburg County Sheriff got himself sued again. This is still over the slow rolling of the concealed carry permits. Now, full disclosure, when I moved back to Charlotte, I got my concealed carry permit renewed here in Mecklenburg, which was where I got it originally. And then when I had to re-up it, I had to re-up it in, um, in Asheville. And then as soon as I re-upped it, and then we had the, the moves and all of that. So I came, I came back. Well, I take it back. I, all I was doing was getting the address. I wasn't, get, I wasn't reapplying. So I take it back. Right. Because right. it was an easy process up in Asheville, in Buncombe County. Um, but do you know, by the way, for folks who don't have a concealed carry permit, and maybe we, I need to ask some state lawmaker to change this. Seriously, like, please, when you change your address, you have to then carry that change of address card with your concealed carry permit, your handgun permit. And, or was it CH, concealed handgun permit? Yeah, concealed handgun permit. So you have to carry the permit, obviously, but then you also have to carry every change of address slip, which looks exactly like, well, not exactly, but it looks very similar to the permit. And and you, you have to carry that around, too. And the permits last, I think it's four years. And so every time you move and, hello, I work in radio. I, I, I have moved. I'm, we, Christy and I moved five times in two years. And when we finally got the ability to, because they won't give you a new permit. You have to keep the same old permit, and then you just have to keep on adding the change of address forms to your permit in your wallet. You so I've got I got my permit and I got like four pieces of paper with it or five pieces of paper. I mean that messes with your spine. You put that wallet in the back pocket there, you sit down and put your spine out of alignment, you know? It's just like brutal. It's such a, it's such a it's a wacky process in North Carolina. And when you have people in the bureaucratic state that wish to throw sand into the gears to slow things down, uh, which people who work in bureaucracies know how to do that very well because they know the they know the process, they know the uh, the systems and the protocols and all that. Then they can do so, and this obviously presents a problem if you are relying on the administration to do something for you. If you've got people in those offices that don't want you to achieve whatever it is that you are being forced to achieve through that administrative state, they can make your life very difficult, a la Lois Lerner and the IRS scandal, right? Same thing going on here. Mecklenburg County Sheriff Gary McFadden is being sued again, the second time in two years, over processing delays for concealed handgun and pistol purchase permit applications. The pistol purchase permit application, that's a separate thing. So in case you aren't aware, um, in North Carolina, 
uh, thank you, uh, Democrats and the Klan, they created the pistol purchase permit system. They said, we want to make sure that the the, uh, black folks that live in North Carolina cannot get guns. Because, you know, people with guns, when you show up at their house wanting to burn crosses and such, if they have arms, they may be able to do something to get you off of their property, right? So they create this pistol purchase permit system whereby the sheriffs will essentially testify to whether or not you are a a good citizen, a, a citizen in good standing. Yeah, care to guess how that shook out for a lot of African Americans in North Carolina over the decades that this system has been in place? So they were deprived of their Second Amendment constitutional rights through this pistol purchase permit system. If you want to buy a pistol... You have to go down to the sheriff's office and you have to pay, I think it's $5, and you get a little permit card or a sheet of paper, I think it is. You get a, you get this sheet. By the way, word of advice, go and get the, uh, when you go down to get, if you're going to go get one of these permits, just get the maximum number. I think you can get four or five at a time. Just go get as many as you can because they're cheap. They're like five bucks. And if you get them all at once, then this way they're good for, I think, a year or something. So if... For some reason, you come across another pistol you would like to purchase. You already have it. You don't have to wait again for the approval of the sheriff. And if you get a concealed handgun permit, then you don't need those pistol purchase permits because the concealed carry uh, permits are way harder to get, way more involved, background checks, you know, deeper and all of that. Which is why, by the way, you would think that people who are gun control advocates would be urging more people to go through the concealed handgun process because it means you'll have gone through greater background checks. You've got to go through a training class. You've got to go through the, uh, uh, the range time. It, it gets renewed every you know four years or so. The penalties for violations are stiffer. So you would think that that, that that would be a preferable route to go versus the pistol purchase permits. But no, no. Democrats want to keep that law on the books. There was, a, there was an effort by Republicans to get rid of it. Democrats blocked it. So that uh, that is still in place. And apparently in Mecklenburg County, unlike every other county in the state, cannot seem to get these permits issued in a timely fashion. And now the, the sheriff has been sued for the second time in two years, and I'm supposed to believe that there's just something about this geographic location, I guess, that makes it impossible for him to comply with the law in a timely fashion. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Got a... uh, Got a message here from Tim at Old Grouch's Military Surplus. He says, Madison County out in uh, uh, Western North Carolina is usually under 24-hour turnaround for pistol purchase permits. Oh, hang on. Uh, he's uh, There's another one here. Here's the first one. Last time I needed permits in Haywood County, I filled out the application and paid my $5 online at 8.30 a.m. And I got an email at 11.15 a.m. the same day that my permits were ready for pickup. 
Madison County is usually under 24-hour turnaround as well. Madison County. Someone needs to tell your sheriff even a bunch of hillbillies are more competent and able to get fast results on the exact same task with much smaller budgets and much smaller staffs. Exactly right. He says, oh, and our sheriff in Haywood, Greg Christopher, is a Democrat, and he still can figure it out. When Bill Wilkie takes office on the 5th, he will be our first Republican sheriff since Reconstruction. Oh, maybe that's what's happening. So the Democrats put in all of the pistol purchase permits because they wanted them. And then, then the parties flipped, right? Because then everybody, everybody switched over racism. And now, well, no, because they're keeping them in place. So that doesn't work either. Yeah. Well, no, now they, now they say we have to keep the pistol purchase permit system in place because, you know, guns. And we, we, we want people to prevent uh, or, or we want to prevent people from getting getting guns too easily. So we want the sheriff to be doing the issuing of the pistol purchase permit. You, by the way, you don't need the pistol purchase permit in order to obviously purchase a long gun. You don't need that. But if you want to conceal it, you want to conceal the handgun, then you need the uh, conceal handgun permit. Um, which, by the way, I do recommend if you are going to purchase a firearm, I, wear, I always recommend that you purchase or that you go and do the concealed carry class. You get the permit. It'll make you smarter. It'll make you more aware of the laws. Uh, but also, here's the other component. People who have concealed handgun permits commit way fewer crimes. In fact, they com- they're, they're, what was it, the researchers, they, I think it was John Lott, a couple of years ago, they said that people with concealed carry permits have lower rates of arrest than police officers do. <laughs> so, again, if you're trying to reduce gun deaths and you're trying to make the streets safer and all that, you would want people to go through and get these permits rather than just going down and get the $5 deal. So I also got a uh, somebody uh, called and said that the pistol purchase permits are good for two pistols that you could use one permit to buy look i haven't i've never used one of them because i just went and got the concealed handgun permit so i i never went and did the well no i take it back i did i applied for it i got it this would have been like 15 years ago like when jim pendergraph or maybe chip bailey was sheriff applied for it i paid the five dollars i got one but i never used it because i then got the permit the concealed handgun permit anyway Here's another one. Pete, you only need to carry your current change of address card with your concealed handgun permit. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Thank you. The last six months. That's their name on Twitter. The last six months. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to do that during the next break. I'm going to rip out all of these other change of address cards. Also, pro tip, get both cards laminated. Yes, that is, always get them laminated. Because if they get ruined, then you got to go see Sheriff McFadden again, and that's going to take like a year to get you another permit. That's how long, oh, he also says, uh, pistol purchase permits are good for five years from date of issue. $5 per permit. Okay, so each, uh, five years, okay. I wasn't sure how long that they lasted. So there you go. Five years. So while you're going down there, if you're going to get one, you might as well get 
You might as well get a bunch. Okay, so see, the last six months here says one pistol purchase permit per gun purchase. That's what I thought it was. We got a call from somebody who said that it was two. I did not remember that to be the case. But like I said, I have the the concealed handgun permit. And when you have that, you can buy as many pistols as you want. <laughs> you can. I, uh, and I don't. I'm not a collector of them. Some people go crazy, though. Um, so this this uh, this problem here with our sheriff not wanting people to, you know, follow the law and get their concealed handgun permits because he doesn't want people having the permits. I, I guess he doesn't want people to go through the process of getting their permits, you know, getting the range time, getting the eight hours of classroom instruction. He, he doesn't want us to do that, I guess. I mean, what else am I to ascertain here? Because you're making people wait a year. He's making people wait a year to get their paperwork. The second lawsuit and request for injunctive relief was filed by retired former North Carolina Supreme Court and Court of Appeals Judge Bob Hunter, along with North Carolina attorney Ron Shook. Lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of North Carolina on behalf of Grassroots North Carolina and the gun owners of America, GOA. So you have the GRNC and the GOA, both of these organizations, uh, the spokesman for the plaintiffs held a press conference at the county courthouse the other day. And uh, they say that McFadden was initially sued by these groups in 2021 over the sheriff's office continued delay of gun permit issuances. The result of the litigation ended when McFadden agreed to comply with state law. And that isn't that nice of him and that. Oh, I mean, that's pretty awesome. The sheriff Agreeing to comply with state law. That's good for him. I mean, I know I've been critical of the sheriff on a number of occasions for all sorts of issues, but I think he deserves an attaboy, a pat on the back for agreeing to comply with state law, being the top law enforcement official in the county and all. Um, so he said, fine, fine, I'll follow the law. The attorney, Ron Shook, out of Gastonia, uh, he said that the, the lawsuit that was filed last year ended with, with a consent judgment whereby Sheriff McFadden agreed to abide by North Carolina law in issuing these permits. We learned of the continued delays through Grassroots NC, who continued to receive complaints of significant delays after the first lawsuit was settled. Grassroots NC President Paul Vallone said despite a consent order requiring him to obey nor, uh, the, the state law, Sheriff McFadden appears to be deliberately delaying and obstructing concealed handgun permit applications by flooding the Veterans Administration with records requests, even for applicants who never served in the military. Not a huge fan of the sheriff, Mecklenburg County, for a number of reasons. Uh, big one is all the people that keep dying in the jail. A lot of his comments and his, uh, oh my goodness. Um, sorry, I just, I was distracted. I got distracted. I'm sorry. We have a window here and I got distracted. All right, so... Um, Gary McFadden, Mecklenburg County Sheriff, uh, has also uh, been sued because he was delaying the processing 
of concealed handgun permits during the, he blamed it on COVID, but he got, he had to get sued. And as part of that settlement of that lawsuit, he agreed to follow the state law. And now he's getting sued again because members of these gun groups, the grassroots North Carolina and gun owners of America, they are, they're still reporting problems with Gary McFadden's sheriff's office and the inability to get the papers uh, filed and processed by the relevant agencies. For some reason, North uh, in North Carolina, Mecklenburg County sits at some sort of vortex of you know lost paperwork or something. No other county has these problems. According to the lawyers uh, representing the gun groups, the sheriff appears to be deliberately delaying and obstructing the permit applications by flooding the VA with records requests. Because as part of the process, you have to get clearance from uh, mental health institutions around the state. They got to run your name through to make sure you're not, you know, you weren't institutionalized and that sort of thing. Well, he's apparently submitting these records requests to the VA for people who were never in the military. So I was never in the military. Why would you be submitting a records request to the VA for me? You're just, you're jamming up their process. You're, you're flooding them with, with uh, records, right? You're making them go through these searches and they don't find the people and then they have to get back to you. We haven't found it. didn't find anybody with that name. Um, McFadden's obstructionism serves only to unfairly burden the taxpayers of Mecklenburg County with the costs of pointless litigation, the lawyers say. Jordan Stein, the Southeast Regional Director for Gun Owners of America, said while no other county in the Tar Heel State is experiencing similar issues, Mecklenburg County has delays for over a year. That's from the Carolina Journal. Then there's this story from WSOC-TV. According to the lawsuit, many of the organization's members have applied for concealed handgun permits but have been denied or haven't gotten them in a timely fashion. Two of the plaintiffs, residents of Mecklenburg County, say they had concealed handgun permits, and according to the lawsuit, both of them tried to renew their permits before they expired, but they still have not been granted. The plaintiffs want to challenge the permit law's mental health provisions. They allow Mecklenburg County Sheriff Gary McFadden or they allege, rather, that McFadden is using this provision to drag out the process, thereby denying applicants their constitutional rights. Sheriffs um, are able to issue or deny all of these permits, but they have to do it within the statutory 45-day window. That's the law. you got 45 days to do it. However, what takes other North Carolina sheriffs couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, what they can all get done in a timely fashion is for some reason dragging out in Mecklenburg County for anywhere from months to more than a year. Paul Valone from uh, Grassroots North Carolina, he says that uh, what McFadden is doing is he's exploiting a loophole in the law where the sheriff is allowed to do mental health checks on applicants. The plaintiffs allege that McFadden could easily get the mental health records that he needs, but he 
uh, but say instead he's choosing to get them directly from an agency like the VA that has delayed its response time by over six months. Valone said he's only, by the way, if you don't think Gary McFadden is this petty of a man, think again. Think again. Valone said he's only seen it become an issue in Mecklenburg County. Now, we do have a statement from the sheriff's office. Channel 9 got a response. Here it is. At this time, the MCSO has not received service or notice pertaining to this alleged lawsuit. MCSO, so sheriff's office, uh, continues to remain in compliance uh, with the statute. The uh, agency has 14 days to process a, a pistol purchase permit and 45 days for a concealed handgun permit once we have received all required paperwork, including all mental health releases. Applications are processed first in, first out, and unfortunately the facilities do not send the releases back in chronological order. So did you, did you catch that? Like, we're in compliance with the statute. We have 14 days on the pistol purchase permits. We got 45 days on the handgun, the concealed carry. Once we have received all required paperwork, including all mental health releases, and he capitalizes all. What does that mean? That means he is absolutely doing the thing that these groups are suing him over. That's what that means. He's, he's essentially saying, you're damn right I ordered the code red. That's what he's saying. We have also found that not everybody discloses their military status on their application. So to be sure we are getting accurate information, our process is to check everyone through the same facilities, and that includes the VA. There you go. Since the beginning of the pandemic, we've implemented several changes to the process to be more efficient, to include mailing permits to customers, to eliminate visits to the office. Last year, the division also added two additional staff members. Within the last couple of weeks, the sheriff's office began using an interface between the state system and our permit vendor, Permidium, to eliminate staff from having to do duplicate entries on new applicants. So within the last few weeks, he started doing some, started making some changes. This is the second lawsuit McFadden has faced in just over two years. Gun rights advocates sued him in August of 21 after applicants faced long delays when applying for permits. And in May, so just a few months ago, a Superior Court judge granted a a preliminary injunction requiring the sheriff's office to take fingerprints on the same day that the concealed handgun application is submitted. So they would make you come back for that. Again, this is sand in the gears. That's what he is doing. He's He's playing cutesy with state statute. I don't think I need to stress the danger of the county's top law enforcement officer engaging in this kind of behavior against the citizens of the county. Although now able to obtain timely fingerprinting services and submit their permit applications when desired, Mecklenburg County residents have continued to suffer from lengthy months-long delays in receiving their permits in violation of their right to bear arms under the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, said uh, the lawsuit. McFadden defends the permit process, says, I have nothing against my citizens who want to obtain their... uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your citizens? Your citizens. You have nothing against... 
your citizens. They're we are not your subjects, dude. This is like Robin Hood, Sheriff of Nottingham type of uh, mentality. Mecklenburg Sheriff's Office has more than 7,100 concealed handgun permits unfulfilled, according to WSOC TV. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110-1800-WBT-1110. All right, I got a bunch of people on the phone lines here, so uh, let's get to as many of you as I can. We'll start with Tom. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Hey, Pete. How are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Hey, I am no fan of Gary McMuffin. (laughs) I waited 11 and a half months for my conceal and carry permit, which I think is terrible. And I, I reached out to that grassroots association, and then the minute they started talking to me, the permit went through. But the reason I called is I was recently at a National Night Out event, and I was talking to a Mecklenburg County Sheriff's deputy, and he said that they're not talking about it in the media, but they've had at least one deputy cut and nearly died, had their throat slit from ear to the bottom of their throat. And another... By one of the residents at the jail? Yeah, inside. I'm sorry, inside of the jail. Inside the jail. One of the residents did that? That's so weird. I thought by calling them residents and not inmates that they wouldn't behave like, you know, sociopaths. Weird. Well, maybe they're rude. I don't know. Yeah, think. so weird. But another deputy was uh, sexually assaulted. He said raped is the word he used. Mm-hmm. I, I have... Terrible. Right. The, the, well, I mean, this is what he gets when he fires the woman, Gina Hicks, who was running the jail for 20-something years and fires her because he didn't like that she voted for the uh, the previous sheriff, that she was, you know, one of one of his people. And so he fires her. Yeah. It, okay, I, was just saying, I don't think any of us in Mecklenburg County should be fans of uh, McFluffernutter. <laughs> what was that rookie of the year where the guy kept mispronouncing the little pitcher kid's last name? Uh, Tom, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Uh, next up here is Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's going on? Well, you know, I haven't heard you talk much about other pieces of this that are that are kind of lost. I'm, I'm in this circle of not being able to get my renewal. This is not a new application. This is actually my third go-round trying to get a renewal. Okay. Uh, my third pe- period of time. And mine has been gone since March. So, I'm you know, I'm pulling up on 11 months. Oh, my God. I called down there, and I asked, um, you know, what was going on. I was initially told 45 days, and the 45 days got pushed to six months. Um, so, anyways, we're, we're way out here now, still waiting. And I said, so what's the story? I said, if I get pulled over and I, and I have my gun in my pocket, what's going to happen? And they said, well, absolutely nothing. You just show them your card, which expired in March, and you're going to be good to go. And I said, That's well, I, not I true. Understand. That is not true at all. Well, you know, and I said, I don't understand. And they said, well, here, here's, the, here's the click. If you want to go purchase a gun, you're going to have to go through the process as, as the guy that walks in off the street. Right. You're going to come down here. You're going to have to pay the fee and fill out an application like, you're, like you don't have a concealed carry. Um, my purpose for having a concealed carry is so that I can walk into any gun shop and I can point my finger at a gun and I can take it out of the cabinet and put it in my pocket and pay for it and walk out that day. There is no wait period. Well, and you're also then burdening the sheriff's office with those new applications. 
right? Because well, it, this this is a renewal. That's correct. My no, no, I mean is. for the pistol purchases, like the pistol, the PPP. Like you have a concealed carry handgun permit, but now that it is expired, you they're telling you you have to go down and get the the purchase permit, which is another level of paperwork that the sheriff's office has to u- has to utilize, which they would not be doing if they just did the the handgun permits in a timely fashion. Well, but but you have to pay for that. You have to pay for that application. True. Yeah, five bucks per. It, yeah, it's it's almost like it's a, this is a renewal. I mean, this is a this is a way to to draw revenue. Right. Um, Pull extra money. Know, yeah. A person that's actually legal, and I just don't understand. I mean, either either you have a concealed carry or you don't. Um, if your driver's license expires, I promise you, they're not going to give you a, a a green flag and say, "Well, you know." It expired 11 months ago, but you can just keep driving. That's not the way this works. No, and no, and I was told in the concealed class that I took uh, years ago, they said when when you know your renewal is coming up, they recommend that you submit your renewal application as early as possible because well, now- they, this was up in, I want to say we did it up in Cabarrus County, if I remember. Um we took the class. It was a Cabarrus County guy because, but there were a lot of people from Mecklenburg that were in there, and uh, and he said at the time, like this is a problem, especially in big cities and big counties like Mecklenburg. You want to submit your renewals as early as possible. Don't wait to the last minute because if it lapses, you may have to go through the whole process again. Like you have well, to go to the range and qualify and get the test, uh, get the class, and all of it. And that's and that's a, that's another piece of this that you haven't really talked about. That that early as possible is not really as early as possible. There is a window. Right. You can't send it in like forty five days in. You may be able to send it in thirty days. Right. But they they are very specific about when you can send your paperwork in. And if you, you're right, if you don't if you don't get it in that window, you, you got to start all over again. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it is obvious to every and for people who don't know this process because it is very it's 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 wacky right there and there are all these different laws and rules and stuff and counties are different but this is how McFadden is is slow walking all of these applications and he's doing it to stick it in the eye of the of concealed carry uh, holders that's exactly what's going on I appreciate the call Jeff I'm sorry to hear that so that's a nine month wait for Jeff let me see if uh, can Sean get his comment in real quick Sean can you make your comment in like thirty seconds. Sure. Thanks for taking me. Um, I was at a gun shop uh, off South Boulevard there in Mecklenburg County a couple of years back. And the sheriff that was running came in and he, uh, he asked people to come in and he asked him for his vote, brought donuts and coffee and just kept preaching about how he was pro Second Amendment, you know, pro sportsman. I asked one question. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? He said, I'm a Democrat. Half of that place got up and just cleared out of the room. <laughs> um, it, 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 I'm telling you, we're, we see through all of this. All right, I got to run, Sean. I got to run. I appreciate the call. We'll pick it up on the other side of the next hour, though.